104.7's Ryan and Tanya. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. They're just like you, only much weirder. Malaganas Edwards Johnson. For proper compensation, visit mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. All this week we've been talking about a lot of different uh, families and I was talking about how the fact that I've never met my biological parents and there's so many stories from right here in Canberra that are... Uh, I don't think anyone realised, nope. even people who adopted themselves, how common it was. No. And we're hearing so many great stories. And thank you to everyone who's messaged um, messaged the show and messaged me with the, with their great stories. And we're, we're sharing a lot of them this week in the lead up to Mother's Day. And um, local mum, Serena, um, what's your story? I was adopted and so was my brother. Yeah, right. I was from Sydney and my brother was actually here from Canberra. Oh, okay. So is, is it a real common question to ask that uh, you were adopted from different biological parents? Yes. Yeah, right. We were both, we were both adopted. Yeah. Do you um, grow up feeling like siblings though? Like it's, I've heard that it's, it's pretty pretty tight. It is and it isn't. Are you my different brother, fundamentally? He's actually very fair with blonde hair and I was dark with brown eyes. Right, yeah. So did people often, did you say oh, this is my brother and people will go, oh, really? Or were they surprised or did you have to explain it or did people just sort of nod and say okay? People sort of nodded and okay. But my mother, when we were really little, because there was two years difference between us, yep. people would look at us back then, they'd go, oh, but she's dark and he's white. And they turned around and mum would go, oh, that's the breadman and that's the milkman. <laughs> That's great. So funny. <laughs> you know, because she, she thought, you know, like she, she didn't like people sort of like, you know. Commenting, yeah. Questioning, yeah, commenting. I don't have any like, idea. You know. So have you gone in search of your biological mother? I'm tempting to. My brother did. The only thing I feel is who do I look like and do I have any siblings out there that look like me because I don't look like anyone. Does that make any sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, you still got that little bit of a hole in your heart type of thing, thinking, well, who do I look like? And what's holding you back, do you think, from, from finding her? Rejection. Yeah. Uh, that's the biggest thing with a lot of people, rejection. Yeah. But you know what? I think, in reality, like you, Ryan, I'm blessed that she did because yeah. yep. you don't know what could have happened or where. Look, I lost a child and I know what it feels like to lose something. That would have been the most hardest, most difficult thing to do to give up your child and hoping that they're going to have a better future because they couldn't. Yeah. Um, you said that when you grew up, no one else really looked like you and then you would no. have grown up like me. I've never met anyone with the same blood as me ever. And um, no. I was going to cry asking this, but what was it like when you had your, um, your first child? When I had my first child... It was like, oh, you know, she looked like me. She actually had the dark skin, the brown eyes, mm. the most beautiful smile you've ever seen, and like me. But <laughs> I told you, you're hot. <laughs> I know you're hot. <laughs> but the thing is, you know, like, she's a part of me, yeah. you yeah. know, and she has my blood. And I know that it's it's hard for you too, Ryan. It's hard for me. Even though I bonded with my mother, I do not look like my mum. Yeah, yeah. I didn't look like my father. <sighs> yeah, I know. As long as you're loved, yeah. you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, you, you, and they're special because they actually you know, wanted you and were so happy to have you in their life and the first time they picked you up and cuddled you and said, you're mine. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and Serena, so you've got six kids, so obviously Mother's Day is now a, a pretty big day for you. Yes, I have two girls and four boys. Oh, you must so. get showered in gifts. <laughs> well, yes, um, I do. See, I had a, a son later in life. He'll be nine in October, and my oldest is 28, so there's 20 years gap. Yeah, right. That's huge. Yeah, that's massive. <laughs> That is huge. And you know what? Um, people said to me, why are you having a baby so late? And I said, well... Mugger it, I'm hot, I'll do what I want. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, Serena, thank you so much for sharing your story with us this morning. We really appreciate it. And all the best for Mother's Day on Sunday. And you too, guys. You have a wonderful Mother's Day with your mums. Just keep smiling, Ryan. Just <laughs> keep smiling. And you know what? You're, the, you're one of the ones that are lucky. Hit 104.7. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Julia Morris is performing tonight in Canberra. You may know her as the host of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. I remember her from Full Frontal Love that way show. back in the day and stand-up comedian. Julia, thank you so much for joining us this morning. It is a great pleasure. How um, are you all? Oh, so good. Dying to be talking to you, by the way. Oh, Nice, thank you. Well, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. I'm also a big fan of the name of your stand-up show, Lift and Separate, because uh, I like to talk about boobs. I've just I've been diagnosed with an F cup. I thought I was a double D the other day. I love it. Went in to well, get... In actual fact, um, it, it is a bit of an old-school expression, but uh, at my age now, <laughs> at 49, yeah. it's not really just the chuzzies that need lifting. Ah. Right. So I've got that I to mean, look forward to. Everything needs to be lifted and separated from the ground up. There's when, no two ways about it. When did you start <laughs> lifting and separating, Julia? Because Tanya is a fair bit younger than you, but I feel like she's still doing the action. Uh, when does this kick in? Well, it depends on all, so many different things. Um, but I reckon I started to kick in, what, about 19? Oh, Jesus. Really? Yeah, right. separate and then you just don't let it down again. Well, Tanya's 37, but she's I'm still not in 30, denial. I'm not 37. Case in point. I'm 31. Yeah. Now, a, I just I want to hit you Ju- every day. Julia, I have something in common with Dr. Chris Brown because the two of us, we both know the pain of constant advances from co-hosts. Um, oh, I just sake. I just want to know um, how, because there's a little bit on the show, the Ryan and Tanya show, but it's when we get out of the office that she really starts getting handsy. Um, what? Oh. What happens with you and Dr. Chris uh, behind the scenes when you're recording the show in the jungle? Well, the only reason why those jokes work is because they're a joke. Unfortunately, <laughs> the doctor is obsessed with me. So I had to turn down a lot of that volume this time, thinking I can't attract him anymore because it's just, oh, gosh, so embarrassed when I have to smack him away, smack him away. Well, that's know. the thing. Ryan would love yeah. to think that I'm obsessed with him, but if it's anyone advancing on People anyone, called in and mate, said. it's you advancing on me. Give an example. That's because you operate the panel, right? And you turn it down and turn my <laughs> mic off when I'm trying to defend myself or give the truth. Fantastic. That's very unlike a man. So that's most unusual. Yeah, I know. Don't you reckon most... most has, do you reckon most husbands would be in envy of being able to just literally just fade you out? <laughs> <laughs> I know my boyfriend would love that. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. How expensive is it to have someone killed? If that's what would happen if they tried to fade me out. <laughs> I love well, you so much. We can get a price, but I, I don't want to Google it. <laughs> I want to know, Julia, and like, this is just like, uh, I'll be honest, selfish question. I want to know, right? How do you do TV and, like, various TV shows? You do stand-up. You've got kids. You're obviously exercising because there's no way. Like, you just look incredible. Like, I... Thank you. I, 
and this is a serious question. I have no idea how you do it all because I just do one job and I'm half dead every single day. And I can't exercise. I can't. And you've got kids. Like, I don't understand how you do it. Well, I, I do it by at the same time making sure that I go absolutely, totally certifiably mental. Mm, good. Okay, so, so that's the offshoot to it. I mean, in all seriousness, you can't have it all at once. So one of those relationships is going to start to fail while all the others are on high octane. It's just how it goes. So either the girls are going to get sad that I'm not around for those particular weeks when I'm shooting, as do I and Dan. Either Dan and I are testy with each other because I'm coming and going and flying in and flying out. There's my friends who get grumpy that I'm not in contact. So... It's a, it's a big contribution from everybody in your life and not all of those relationships work all at the same time. And the most amazing thing I think I've noticed over the last, say, five years of the myth of having it all mm. is y- you can have it all but there's no time off from having it all. Well, that's so it. that means if I'm making school stuff for the children at 11 o'clock at night, then that's kind of how it is. So the way you fit it in is by using all 24 hours of the day. How long and since you've had eight hours sleep? The, um, what's that? How long since you've had eight hours sleep in a row? <laughs> uh, uh, well, I, last year I actually um, tried to turn down all the volume on all of that stuff because it was genuinely sending me nuts. Mm-hmm. And so now I am very careful about what, you know, what extra things I accept. And I've learned how to, if I've accidentally accepted something social and I just don't really see that it's possible, I take a deep breath, I phone the person and I say, it's just not possible. If they're going to be angry with me, then so be it. I just thought it was really bizarre, but I think I really needed to hear that. I think a lot of people, um, men and women alike, struggle with that balance between yeah. work and, and life. You know, I think um, the you know work-life balance expression is, I, I think that's an advertising expression. I don't, I don't see any window into that being real. No. There is no balance. Every single day is so different. So I, I definitely... Um, you know, sought out some help to get some skills to be able to cope with how full-on life is when you're just trying to, you know, make everyday work. Yeah. I feel like I've just uh, seen a counsellor. Yeah, thank you. Um, no. We won't be paying you, though. I'm yeah. uh, just going to make that very clear. Um, oh, well, if people want to uh, put a donation in, they can get a free ticket with it tonight. Um, we're at the Canberra Theatre. What was the name again of the show? I keep Lift and Separate. Every time I see that, I giggle. <laughs> Lift and Separate. It is on tonight. Julia, thank you so much for uh, for joining us this morning. Really appreciate it. It's such a great pleasure. And keep being Larry the Lunger. Why wouldn't you? Hit 104.7. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Right now, let's do this. Let it go. segment everybody's been waiting for, Disney News. I've even got a uniform for Disney News. Yeah, tell us what you're wearing. I'm wearing a top that Amanda sent me, who listens to the show, who yep. froths the segment. Yep. It says, talk Disney to me, and it's like Disney merch, and I'm just lit it living, living, ready for Disney News. Although, the rule is, I can't do Disney News until you give me some stupid challenge. Alright, so, you got like a list or something today? Yes, it's um, the 21 upcoming live action remakes that Disney are doing. Okay, excellent. Now, um, what, tell, tell us what you can see with uh, producer It's a box Matt. of wheat bix Yep, so what you're going to have to do is, and I've taken your drinks away from you. So oh, was that why you took my water? Yeah, so uh, before each one, uh, you're going to have to take a big bite of a, oh, a dry wheat bix There's 21 on this list. <laughs> Oh God! A big bite, uh, probably half of that. Half a biscuit per bite is fair. No, I've got a small, small mouth. <laughs> Wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> okay. Go on, big bite. 
big bite. No. No, no, it's really not. You need to get get more than that. There we go. Okay, now what do we got on the list there? Sorry, I can't understand. You're going to have to have some more wheat bix. Finish that biscuit. And then if you finish that biscuit, I'll lead you to read five. I'm sorry, but my mouth wet. Oh, God. Uh, go on. Go on, eat the rest of that biscuit and keep mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. I'd, lo- I'd actually love to know what Disney remakes are happening. Would you? Well, yeah. why would you make me eat the freaking wheat bitch, you idiot? Language? That's well, not language. How can we know? You sound... Well, you're the one who did it. <clears throat> okay. So we all know about the remakes Mulan, The Lion King and Mary Poppins, but they're also doing Genies. All right, that's one. You need another bite. Oh, that's not even the good bit! Finish... Finish that, and then you can do... F- that's huge. That's literally no, that's three quarters of a wheat bit. Yeah, well, it should be half because you p- pussied out for the last bite, so come on. Oh, mate. Finish that. And I've still got old stuff in my mouth. <laughs> 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 Don't spit it on the... Ta- oh, God. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, no, chew all that. Now you've got... No, chew all that. Chew all that. All right. You've got, you've got 20 seconds to release them all. I'm going to the news in 15 seconds. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Kit 104.7. So we've been talking about Mother's Day a lot this week. Ryan, you shared your story that you've never met your biological mother on Monday. Yep. And uh, it's gone crazy viral. I think the video you posted is like 4 million, 4.5 million views. Uh it's been on every major news source. It's Every time I open my news feed, there it is. And there's your gorgeous little face. And you were on the project last night. I yeah. was so excited. You were so great. Yeah, it's been pretty full on. Lots of people have been messaging me, messaging me and stuff. And the weirdest thing is like, I didn't think there was anyone else who, or I'd never met anyone else who sort of had a similar story to me and, and had the same thoughts and feelings as I do. And it turns out there's like thousands and thousands and thousands of us. Does that give you comfort? Does that make you feel better or feel united or... A little bit, but what was sort of sad is that a lot of people also didn't know there were other people like them. So now they've all found each other in the comment section and a lot of them are meeting and they're like, oh, I was born in the same year in the same town and like... Because a lot of people have always wanted to talk to someone, not that, you know, like a they need to see a therapist, but they just have, oh, does anyone else feel like this? And then I think it's it's brought a lot of these people going, oh, so... Because everyone assumes that you're going to be angry and a bit jilted. Yes. Um, but everyone's like, but no one understood that I'm not. And then they go, oh, so this you is actually quite normal. Yeah. yeah. Like, what a cool thing that you've brought out into the open and now people are having this dialogue about. Like, that's incredible. Yeah, it's been it's been really uh, it's been really overwhelming seeing all the, the story, and I'm still getting about a, a, a message a minute. Freaking out! On, I'm uh, a swordsman, by the way. <laughs> on Facebook with people writing their full story, so we'll get back yeah, to them. Yeah, that's nuts. Um, but one of the most common questions is that when anyone finds out you're adopted, the first question is, is they go, oh. When did you find out? And um, I sat down with my adoptive mum, Mandy, and we were talking about this the other day. So when people ask me, oh, when did you find out? And you're probably the same in that you've seen movies that the kid's 16 and they find out and they're really angry and, you don't love me, you're not my rumour. <laughs> um, but it's not I never, case. You never, ever, ever said anything yeah, like that. Yeah, so, but I always say I can't remember, but was there a, maybe that's because I was too young, was there a time when we first ever talked about it or mentioned it? It was always talked about. You yeah. had photos that were... You've got that little book. Yeah. And there were photos of you with your foster mother that are in the in the, the photo album. Yeah. 
I don't know whether you've ever gone back and looked at it. It just oh. life just rocked on. It wasn't a big issue. Yeah. But the whole family, everyone knew. I mean, people make jokes about it too. Yeah. Every time you do something stupid, I say that's why I'm adopted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Is that offensive when I say that? A little bit. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, and someone else wrote me a message saying that um, they read their kid a bedtime story every night and a part of the bedtime story is, um, you know, you're our beautiful baby and we got you when you were four mm. weeks old and they said that from the day they got them. So they're too young to understand their babies but they said it's as, they grow, as they grow up, they'll just know that that's their story and that's how it is. Your mum mentioned in that you've got your little book. What's that? Yeah, I've got this book which it's got about three or four pages like in uh, like typed up which is from like a social worker yeah. and there's one page at the back that's handwritten by my birth mum that's sort of like dear Ryan or dear John as it were when you're old enough to understand and then kind of explains why okay do you want to see that I, I feel like you want to see that absolutely I want to see that I'll bring it in tomorrow I've got it at home at the moment I would love to read yeah. the, the Jack, lady you'd be able to read it on, on air and <laughs> I mean I'll be a mess yeah. but uh, <laughs> if, if, if you will let yeah absolutely um I just have, like, one more question for you. Like, mm-hmm. this has gone crazy viral. There's so much out there. Like, yep. so many views. You're on the project. It's a national show. Um, I've got to ask the question, has your mother gotten in contact with you, your birth mother? No, but I still haven't checked all the messages. So okay. I've had to set up, like, an auto-reply saying, thanks so much for messaging. I'll get back to you eventually. I'm just bogged under. But what I have done, and I I'm, I'm still haven't seen them all, but I've just been, like, scanning through the names. Mm. And I can tell you that of the thousands of inboxes, um, I think it's 15 Julies have messaged me and about three or four Jules. And, uh, and obviously you see the name Julie. Yeah, what, you, what happens? Go, What's the feeling? Oh, it's, it's terrifying. Uh, it's, you're like, oh, God. And then you kind of, I, I click and then it goes, oh, hi, Ryan. Um, I'm not that Julie, but I just wanted to share my story. And it's like, oh, oh, oh God. Is it like white heat or white cold that goes through you, goosebumps? Or do you... F- yeah, I, it- still, I still don't believe that they'll message through it and I'm kind of... I don't think I'm okay with it because I just... It's it's terrifying. When I see the name, I'm like, oh, God, maybe this is it. Yeah. And then it's almost a relief when it's not because I'm just horrified and terrified about what the message or answer might yeah, be. the actuality. Yeah. Do so. you think she would message? Do you think she might call the radio station? What do you think is the most likely point of contact for her? Well, the obvious one is if they watch it on the Facebook page, you would just message that Facebook page. Like, it seems like yeah. the simplest way to do it. But like I said, I've got so many messages. It could be in there right now, and I don't know yet. <laughs> um, or or um, I don't a half-brother or a half-sister. Yeah, and that's the thing, because I know my birth mother was one of eight. So Whoa! That's, so that's seven... Aunties and uncles, and then how many cousins possibly? And so, when I'm scanning for Julie's, the answer could be there under a different name. But like I said, I've got probably about three or four thousand emails, and I like I haven't had it. Like I just don't have the time to go yeah. through. Yeah. Well, if yeah. you need a hand to yeah. do any of them, I'm <laughs> obviously here to help you. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as I've had a few cold leads, like oh. Uh, was it this town? And I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, oh, because we knew a Julie who had a baby in June 1990, uh, 1987. Oh, and I'm like, oh, and they're yeah. like, yeah, was it here? And I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, thanks anyway. You feel sick when you get those. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they feel real bad. Yeah. Because, like, is this person like, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, of course they would feel bad. Was it in Gundawindi? No, Melbourne. Oh. Ah. Okay, have a good day. Bye. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for sharing all of this. You've opened up such a massive dialogue for a lot of people and your strength through this has just been incredible to, to watch. So thank you so much for sharing your story. Oh, thank you. I appreciate the kind words. And again, to everyone who's caught that, our phone's been running hot, our inbox has been running hot. So thanks to everyone for uh, for getting in touch. Really appreciate it. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Um, can I just say, mm-hmm. <laughs> I may be getting kicked out of my rental house because of a few inconsequential, inconsequential, 
consequential things I did yesterday. Okay, did not because things. you blew up the kitchen two weeks ago? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Well, I didn't technically blow it well, up. Tom's dad Someone blew it in up. your house mm. blew it up. It's still not fixed, by the way. Mm. Um, so I did three things. Okay. I didn't think this would have any ramifications, but here we are. Here we are. It just happened to be Wednesday afternoon, and it happened to be a day of importance. So I came home. I fell over Tom's shoes when I walked in the door because he'd left him at the front door. Mm-hmm. I fell over them. thought I dropped my phone. And so right. when I did that, I screamed and swore with the door off. The door yeah, open. Like, or yeah. open. My, like, and you've heard me swear. When Tan wants to go, she'll go, folks. Don't worry about that. And just Don't like, be fooled. And because I was by myself, go. it was in the afternoon. Oh. I'm just tired. So a lot of expletives. What are they called? Expletives. Excuse me? <laughs> say, say expletives. Expletives. That wasn't too bad. Say alcohol. Uh, they came out <laughs> when I fell over. Anyway, I shut the door. Yep. And then Tom came home like literally two minutes later and I had bought this new makeup. Mm. And I was like, oh, I really want to know how it looks on. So I said to Tom, can I please put this makeup on you? And then we had a big fight so about hang on, you, me putting... When, now, let, let me stop you right there. Um, so you got the makeup yeah. and you said, I want to know what it looks like on... Oh, I just thought it would be fun to see how it looked on him. And but I really, why him? I just, I didn't want to put Is it on Is he myself. a tester? <laughs> I didn't want to put it on myself. So when, like, scientists get, like, little lab rats... Um, because they don't care for the lab rats and they don't no. care what happens to them. Like a lab rat, you put this stuff on Tom. <laughs> well, I and wanted what, to. You'd expect to put the stuff on him and then look at it and go, yeah, no, I think that is oh, for me. I just wanted I mean, to know how it looked on the skin. I just couldn't be bothered to put it on mine. I just gotten home. I know he just gotten home, but I thought it would be fun. Anyway, we had a big what did fight. He say? Well, yeah, this is the thing, yeah. this big row. And I'd just fallen over five seconds ago and yep. sworn my head off. And mm-hmm. then he's, you know, I don't want to put makeup on. Why put it, put it on yourself? This is not my job. I've got things to do. You don't respect my You don't respect my time. Like it was, I didn't realise he was as, as hot as, as you were. Oh, I think it's because I was very insistent on me doing his okay, brows because right I just got a bunch of brow products. And yeah. I really wanted to sort of redefine the shape of his brow. Okay, right Hashtag then. priorities. And then obviously I stormed upstairs because mm. I was just over it. And then he decided. I was over here not wanting to get maked up. Oh, poor Tanya. I was over it. Anyway, then he started playing the drums. And I'm uh, talking like, that's how he gets anger out. That's how he lives his best life. Yep, and he's bangs away. banging away, having the best time ever. So these three things happened. I didn't think it was a big deal yep. until I was like, no, nah, I've got to take that bin out. I can smell it from upstairs. Yep. Took the bin out. I remembering and braless wearing a shirt that says, don't judge me. Walk mm-hmm. outside. There's all these people looking at me and I'm going, what is going on? There's an open house next door. Oh. So no one's moving in? I don't think so. (laughs) And if you do, good bloody luck. Hit 104.7.